This episode of Let's Meet is made possible by Boomtown Biscuits and Whiskey, a contemporary take on a classic American frontier food, and mmm, it's delicious. Stake your claim at 1201 Broadway in beautiful Cincinnati, Ohio. Phone number 513-381-2666. Website boomtownbiscuitsandwhiskey.com. Hello. Let's meet. Hi. Nice to meet you. Let's meet. Nice to meet you. In the third episode of Let's Meet, part three of three, PJ's grandfather gives him old milk cans. Michael takes two years of vocal performance. Tim contemplates the advantages of horse meat, and Lionel Richie stumps us all. (laughs) Welcome back to Let's Meet as we continue to meet PJ Newman, proprietor of Boomtown Biscuits and Whiskey in beautiful downtown Cincinnati. So tell us a little bit more about um, some of the items that are actually going to be on the menu. Yeah, so we'll have a couple of categories of menu items. Um, the two main ones are going to be pick and shovel sandwiches. Okay. Fork and knife biscuit sandwiches. Mm-hmm. Pick and shovel. Haha, on brand, right? I don't so get it. I don't understand. Yeah, right. <laughs> and then uh, we'll have uh, what we're calling prospector's plates, which are going to be your more kind of entree style, open face biscuit dishes. But we will have breakfast, lunch, and dinner service. Nice. We'll be open Tuesday through Thursday, 7 a.m. to 9 p.m. Saturday, 7 a.m. to 10 p.m. And then Sunday, we'll be open 7 a.m. to 3 p.m. And we'll be closed on Mondays. Um, you know, the, really, the reason we're open all day long is because biscuits were a part of breakfast, lunch, and dinner during mm-hmm. the California Gold Rush. Uh, these They'd wake up at these you know base camps around this mountain. Make a mess of food in a cast iron, share it, go up, work all day long, come down, eat the leftovers, make whatever food they had, and pass a whiskey jug around. Yeah. So we're trying to do our take on, you know, a modern retelling of a day in the life of the gold prospector. Sure. Sans tragedy. Yeah. Now, with with the area of town that you're in, um, the over the Rhine Pendleton area, for those outside of the general market, um, Will your hours change as that area builds up? Will you extend your hours more? Absolutely. Absolutely. I'd love to be open until 2.30 a.m. Nice. Yeah. To. You know, we're going to play, we're going to, you know, very. I'm very close with all of the business owners in the Pendleton community. I'm very close. I go to the Pendleton Neighborhood Council meetings. Uh, we're going to give the people what the people want. Yeah. And we're going to listen and we're going to give it to them. And we're not going to be a nuisance either. You know, mm-hmm. If they don't want it, we're not going to force it. You know, that's what I'm glad that you're saying that because uh, not only do I know that you believe in that, but it's something that you didn't really see happen seven, eight years ago with the, with the big restaurant boom in, in our town, in our city. There was no there was no real consideration. Nope. I mean, there's great food and there's great opportunity that came, and a lot of a lot of what you're able to do now came from that. Absolutely. So these big doors were pushed open, but they were not considered doors. You know what I mean? Not yeah, considerate. Not, not were the first pioneers of the gold rush. Right, exactly. <laughs> so to hear you say that that you're you you want the feedback from the people, being about the people, especially because Pendleton is kind of a it's kind of a tucked away little area that's growing. Yeah. It's a subcommunity. We uh, we had to work diligently with the Pendleton Neighborhood Council to ensure that we were being respectful of the neighborhood's needs. And the neighborhood does need breakfast. Yeah. Agreed. They need that. Um, so we have their support. And they sponsored what we're... Sponsored in, in a sense that they they wrote a letter of support saying we support 
Boomtown Biscuits and Whiskey at 1201 Broadway, and we're excited to have it in the neighborhood. Yeah. Nice. And um, it's great. It's great to be an active participant in a neighborhood, even on a, you know, community active political standpoint. Like, yeah. We're helping pay taxes. We're employing people, you know. It's part of building the community. Yeah. And all, and also, you know, my grandfather was, he was a fire chief of that fire district. No kidding. And when I, I'm over at his house last week and he's, he's giving me all a bunch of old junk, you know, old milk cans and whiskey bottles. And yeah. Cool, like two man timber saws. And yeah. Yeah. All this cool stuff. He gave me like a coal lantern for coal miners. Uh-huh. Uh, and then like the old one, the acetylene, you know, over a hundred years old. Yeah. And he's like, he's just like, PJ, I just can't believe you're opening a restaurant at 12th and Broadway. My uncle, I have an uncle, he's the other side of the family. He used to work on drug task force in Cincinnati. And then, if you know Broadway Street, it dead ends into steps that go up to Liberty. Yep. So what they used to do is they used to run the cop cars. They would run the, the drug deals would happen at 13th and Broadway. And they would run, they would run the criminals up Broadway and they'd run them up to the steps. Mm-hmm. And then they'd just have cops standing at the top of the steps because it was the only place to go. Yeah. My uncle says, I just can't believe you were opening a restaurant at 12th and Broadway. Yeah. So it's cool to have two generations that have come before me go, I just cannot believe that you were doing that. Yeah, it's and neat. It's sustainable. Yeah, it's a it's a very cool thing. It's a it's a it's a neat thing to experience in the city too to see that change. I've only been here for ten years, but in that time period to see all of the change that I've seen, I can't imagine growing up here and seeing that and being able to say, "I remember when." I've been here for two years, and I don't know what it was before. But even vacant. It, it was, it was you know, vacant the story that people want to tell is that they, there's displacement. Only displacement. Yes, there's displacement. I'm not turning a blind eye to displacement right. or gentrification and being culturally insensitive to that whatsoever. Sure. Vacancy is really what we had in the city. Yeah. We once had density. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I think what, uh, there were some figures. You know, we have, what, 10,000 people in the urban core. And at one time we had over 50,000 people living here. Yeah. And that's nothing relative to, you know, New York City, Chicago, Boston. Right. But we had vacancy in Pendleton. Mm-hmm. It's not white people kicking black people out. Right. It's, it's activation of vacant spaces. People wanting to take... developers. Yeah. Creating tax revenue for the city and creating jobs for the people of Cincinnati. Yeah. When I went into this, you would not want to have inhabited this space when we went into it. <laughs> You were not. It was a slum. Yeah, I used to. I used to look at it. Uh, I'd, I'd be over in that area, and I'd kind of look in the the uh, the metal covered windows with the grates that you couldn't. You know, you really can't see in there. But you guys are. You nobody, guys are transforming it. Nobody lived there. The buildings were just empty. Yeah. Maybe somebody lived there. Homeless person. I don't know. Yeah. But you know, activating the space, and I think it's important um, to give back to the community. Yeah, you know, to actively participate in the community. So you're doing that for sure. Yeah, congratulations. Woo, good job. <laughs> let's uh, let's let's play a game. I like games. Let's play a game. Now I'm not you good at them though. Actually, I have a confession. I've been pretty much average at every game mm. I've ever played. I think 14 Hail Marys. Except you'll be right. yeah, restaurant tourship. <laughs> That's <laughs> the biggest gamble of all. It's the only game I'm good at. Yeah. <laughs> All right, so this game... This game is called Restaurant Tour. Yay! (laughs) This game is called Sink or Swim. Um, 
So the idea with this is I'm going to read you a play on a Billboard Top 100 song from the, in the last four decades. Mostly they're going to be in the, within the last music, like two. Huh? Yeah, music. You have, you have to buzz in. Tim and I are both musicians. <laughs> yeah, buzz in, say your name. Get your air horn. Um, so it's a play on the the actual title of the song. So for instance... Staying Alive by the v- the Bee Gees, uh-huh. as you want to know, I would call Continually Breathing. Oh, wow. Right. So it's, it's not you got easy. got the wrong kind of thinker. It's going to be, it's <laughs> gonna be I, a little I, difficult. I, I have a prediction. Give me math. Problem. How many questions? <laughs> How many questions are there? Uh, five. I'm going to be lucky to get one. Let's go. And if you, get, if you get stuck, I'll try to sing the melody along with these words. Some of the words won't fit because, you know, phonetics. Uh, and the melody might make it a little bit difficult, like uh, just, like just, trying to sing a song in, in just just go Taiwan. get the math guy over it. All right, here's a, here's another example. I'll let you guess this one. Prefer not to be left out. I'll get nothing. Don't want to miss a thing. God, it's not even. It's, it's my hard. Doesn't work like that. These are hard. These are hard. these are hard. These aren't even fair. What I what I what I want, PJ. What I want is a perfect zero. That's the goal because what we're, fair. because this we want this, to destroy you. The game, the game the the idea of the let's meet game is not perfection. It's not even for good. We don't want you to be good. Yeah. We want you to to understand that we all have sinned and fall short of the glory of this podcast. And Tim, I'm and, into and that. Never smoke again. Right. I'm into <laughs> never that. ever smoke again. Forty cigarettes. That. Yeah. Seriously. All right. Number one. Pain that feels nice. Pain that feels nice. Dude, nothing. All nothing. So hard. What is it? So, hurts so good. Oh, hurts right. so good. John Cougar Mellencamp. Ah, it's good. What a guy. You, Indiana boy. The, the nice, you had to really do the nice. It wasn't high enough. I tried. Yeah, you guys try to get there. All right. I think that was on you. <laughs> All right, I'll take that. Point. I wouldn't have gotten it. Either. I'll take the point. I'll nope. take the point. Nope. Yep, I'm no, the dungeon I'm not, master. I'm conceding. I'm the dungeon this master. This is golf. <laughs> I concede the golf hole. They're all in the woods. You told us earlier. You confessed that you went hunting for golf balls. Yeah. All right. Murdered me with musical ability. Hmm. Murdered me with musical ability. Ding, 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 ding. Melody. This Make one's hard. Game. Murdered me with musical ability. I'm not. Nope. I'm oh, just wow. not. I'm conceding. That's yeah. I don't know. Killing me softly with his song. Roberta Flag. That's actually what I was thinking. Yep. And and then when you sang it, that's not. You but you really, <laughs> really, you know what's messed up? Even if I would have gotten, I would have been like, that's um. Excuse me. Uh, the Fugees. Oh, oh. What What's nice to know is that my uh, my two semesters of vocal performance major is not coming in handy at all. It's just like your years of finance. Yeah, that was right. the Fugees, right? That remade. It was the that I mean, was the yeah, they realized. redid. Yeah. yeah See, you I mean. know more than you That's, thought you did. No, I knew what that. I was thinking as right well. when I you didn't. sang it. I, I, but I didn't even know who the I forgot original. to do the Yeah, I needed that. Yeah. Where was the rap part? Alright. Uh, 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 that's it. That's the rap part. Now I know. Uh, 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 Alright, we'll do we'll do one more. 
We'll do one more. So you don't just and completely we'll because, demoralize me. You know, let's do <laughs> all. Feel good. Let's do all of them. All right. We can cut them out if it yeah. takes too long. But Maybe I might get I'm one. I'm actually enjoying We can this. add one. All right. I'm failing miserably. <laughs> right after I wrote these down, I was like, this is really, this is too much. This is difficult. Because I'm the one who translated these. Okay. <laughs> A musician, I just, I just a musician translates songs for a mathematician. What a jerk. <laughs> I know. <laughs> a musician and a mathematician walk into a bar. It's like, a, der- it's like a derivative. They sit on opposite sides. It's a derivative of an esoteric idea. Never Excuse mind. me? Exactly. I just spoke your language that you're speaking to me to you. Thank you, you so much. Equestrian? Yes. Okay. He did. He loves horses. So you guys eat horses. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Boomtown Biscuit Bar. Horse meat for everyone. I've never had horse meat. I don't even know if... I don't think it's ethical. I'm not sure. They I don't know. In Europe, I would. It's if, very common. If yeah, if, if if I was in a if it's, I was in a market where I was culturally sensitive to eat it, I yep. eat it. It's a I get different it. Than than cow or deer, I think there. Right. And yeah, I'm also actually we, not a huge fan of as, wild game. Tim is a horse meat apologist. This is a thing. Like <laughs> oh, we're, right now, what you're goes. seeing right now are this is a truth. So how many this is not can, just a how many cans of horse meat does he have in his cabinet? I'm not right at liberty now. to say. The NSA is listening. I'm not at liberty. Is he curing horse hams in the basement? Again. (laughs) (laughs) What if if you had just big sides of horse hanging up on meat hooks? That's that's our third surprise. (laughs) Come on out here, Mr. Ed. Well, if this was, uh, if we were appropriating it to this game, we would certainly uh, be appropriating the song by the Rolling Stones. Give me horses. Wild horses. Oh, even better. <laughs> Give me horses. That's all. Give me shelter. Give me shelter. <laughs> Give me wild horse meat. horses. Right. That's better. Yeah. That's much better. She loves horses. Oh, Thomas Petty, yeah. rest in Thomas, peace. Thomas all right. The entirety of the evening. I just want to say all of the night, but I don't even know if that's you're very close. That's, yeah. Yeah. The entirety of the evening. It makes it worse. I'm telling you, it makes it worse. <laughs> can you give me the original just for fun? Because I, so much- uh, I original, concede. You want to yep. know the, the song? I, the I, I do not know the answer all to this. All night long. All night. Oh, there he goes. There he goes. Lionel Richie. You knew it. Lionel Richie. <laughs> Lionel. Your man. You your man. Maybe we got to do like, you got to have like, maybe on the next one you do like the intro beat and then you sing the words. That way you're given like, there's different types of thinkers, man. What you're wanting now is production value, and what we don't have is production value. What we'll do is we'll get that in, and it'll make you look even dumber. Yeah, that's what we'll do. Tim will get out his, oh. his piano. <laughs> and I'll, I'll look even dumber as well. What What Tim will do, Tim Literally will get out. Play the, play the beat. Play the song with the music, and he, he's still like, I don't know. Can you pull, Tim, a, can you pull a sample up just for fun? Tim will, see how awful it would This be. is what Tim will do. Tim will go back in post-production, which is what we call it in the business, uh, he'll go back and put guitar part, keyboard, drum, and bass, and and even um, it and auto tune me yeah. so that it fits, <laughs> and you'll look foolish for the entirety of the night. The entirety of the night. <laughs> the newest, you the newest say, book by John Grisham. That was the, the problem was because you didn't say. Oh, I, I'm the problem. For the entirety of the night, entirety of the night. <laughs> oh. <laughs> Those are very important. Uh, also, I know my flaws. I know my flaws. All right. Okay, here we go. Also, uh, wait. How many more. generations were you? What were we supposed to be covering? Because well, these are we have not left. <laughs> go ahead and list. Come on, man. Seventies and eighties. Left the seventies, dude. Seventies and eighties. Well, give, give me a song that. Give, give me a song that was written in the eighties that you've listed. 
all night long. Oh, that that's an that's well, that well that is the eighties song. <laughs> Although, but I've been recovering the past. Forty within, years of pop culture. Within, oh, within. yeah, I within. Uh, yeah. I.e., come down to my generation, and I'm going to test your knowledge on what I liked when I was growing up. <laughs> let me tell you about Ninja Turtles. Yeah. Yes. Okay. Donatello. Let me ask you this. Splinter. Let me ask you this. We'll leave this. Shredder. And we'll uh, <laughs> we'll we'll make this the last uh, the last segment before we wrap everything up. What's your favorite movie? Forrest Gump. Why? Forrest Gump is important to me because of the amount of life lessons that are taught about the differences between people and the differences between cultures. Right on. And it it exposed a world to me that I had never been exposed to before. Yeah. I was raised in a, you know, west side, pretty like it's almost like a biodome of you know people even even if you're not from here, you might even know that people kind of define the west side as its own subculture of Cincinnati. Yeah. And, uh, you know, didn't have a whole lot of cultural exposure. And Forrest Gump opened my eyes to a lot of things. Uh, you know, civil rights movement, mm-hmm. um, war movement, differences between uh, social classes, uh, differences between social agenda, political agendas. Yeah. Just proposed a lot of ideas in life that I had never thought about before. Nice. And as we go along, like, I could go home and enjoy watching Forrest Gump and probably enjoy... Um, you know, enjoy it as much and learn as much as I did. It was the first time that I've ever seen it. Yeah. But that's right my on. all-time movie. All-time favorite movie. Another favorite movie of mine? Braveheart. All right. Same all right. reason. Re- Same reason. <laughs> totally different reasons. <laughs> one only, culture. One culture. Only, only because... <laughs> huge. <laughs> only because I just, for some reason, just something about Mel Gibson. I don't know what it is. <laughs> It's all that the the lethal weapon. It was, that's what I'm saying. They it was introduced like, you, yeah. It's like, wait, so he was a Joker, fake cokehead, undercover cop, and lethal weapon, and I loved and then, I mean, like I herald this guy as just this hilarious, <laughs> quirky cop, and then I see him in this fantastic, strong, powerful, value oriented role. Yeah, and he poured his heart and his soul into his people, and that meant a lot to me because. And I think that's also kind of maybe a little bit of my socialization on the West Side. Right on. Family-oriented people. Mm-hmm. Just so without the drawing, uh, the drawing and quartering right. of anyone. Yeah. Right. I get it. I like so, that. So for people who, who are not from here, I, I'm, I've only been here for uh, around two years. Yeah. But even, even being here for a very short amount of time, people from West Side don't leave. Right. Generally that's, speaking. That's the sentence correct. And I'm not actually area. welcome back. <laughs> oh, that's, it actually that's is kind of. My family loves my family leave, loves me, and we're always welcome. Uh-huh. But I always get a feeling when I come in there, like you're not a fucking West Sider anymore, <laughs> you old shithead. What are you fucking eating bagels and cream cheese with uh-huh. smoked salmon and capers? But you are though. Yes, absolutely. Do you even call it locks? Yeah. Do you even locks? <laughs> Dude, I remember the first time I ever told my dad, I was like, "Hey, what's up today? Like, what do you have? What are you up to?" And I like sent a picture of my breakfast. Sandwich I'd made. He was like, Look at you living in Oakley on the east side now. Fucking put salmon on your breakfast sandwich. He's like, What are you drinking champagne to? Uh, and you or said, actually, Yeah, actually, yeah, yeah, put, right right put a splash of orange juice in it, but yeah, you dickhead. I call it a tree. Mm-hmm. <laughs> very different, very different um, philosophies. I, I learned the greatest asset 
then I can say, you know, if I was to archetype the West Side, yeah, we're the hardest working people I've ever met. Yeah, and I learned that from my father and my mother. Go to work, do your thing. Nice, but I also uh, lack emotional. Uh, I don't know transparency. Okay, emotional communication. Um, German West Side Catholic family. If you're if you're in pain, you don't show anybody. You just go and work yeah. and keep earning. I get that. Come back home to your family. Yeah. I came from that kind of family. I yeah. get it. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, it's a good, you did. good old boy. Yeah, mentality. You know? Yeah, you just do it. Yeah, don't com- no use in complaining when you got a job to do. You got to do it well. Paul McCartney, Wings. It was Wings. <laughs> All right, so PJ, where can people follow you if you would love for them to follow you, social media wise? Um, you can like the Boomtown Biscuits and Whiskey page. Do more than that. Love it, right? Um, yeah, you want to love it for sure. You're going to want to like and follow it. Mm. If you follow it, you'll be able to stay up to date on the happenings of Boomtown. If you just like it, Facebook's bullshit algorithm is going to make me pay to show you content. So if you just hit follow... Even better. You'll be able to stay up to date on everything we do. Yeah. Also, we have an Instagram presence as well uh-huh. at Boomtown Biscuit Bar, which I do follow and I enjoy the updates. Doing, I like seeing the tour of the place, doing the gram. Mm-hmm. And uh, yeah, those are the ways to stay up to up to date with me. Uh, I don't really do the the other social media things, so yeah, uh, those are the best ways to stay up to date with the happenings of what I'm doing. That's all you need, isn't it? Isn't it? Yeah. Excellent, PJ. Thank you so much. It's been a great, a great, like. Above expectations, first episode. Great 24 minutes. Yes. Guys, thank you so much for tuning in. Um, uh, Tim and I will be back with another guest very soon. And uh, And we'll tell you who it is once we book them. (laughs) Once we know specifically who will be here. None of this will be in this podcast. Yep. (laughs) Tim, any parting wisdom? I do not. All right. Fair enough. Maybe work on your game challenge. All right, you well, that's enough. Let's zero. just turn it off. Let's turn it off. You know what? You, you, you did perfectly well. <laughs> you went for You said you were aiming for zero. I was aiming for zero. I got but it. But hey, I got it. Once you got into it, though, like, it just needs some refining. Yeah. We got... I actually love... I, I really like the concept. I really do. <laughs> and I thought... If you wouldn't have used the Bee Gees as the example... Like, that was the one I could have fucking gotten, dude. You used the easiest one as the example, and then you go to, like, level 10. How would I have... I'm so sorry. I apologize. Guys... Then you hit Lionel Lionel Richie. It it won't happen again, in part because PJ will not be invited back. So, thank you so much for listening to the Let's Meet podcast. Until next time, I love you, Tim. I love you, Michael. Goodbye forever. Bye, PJ. Get out of my house. Thank you for listening to the Let's Meet podcast. This concludes our shenanigans with PJ Newman. Tune in next week to see who you'll meet next. For more information, please visit our website at letsmeetpodcast.com and please subscribe. Nice to meet you. Let's meet. Hello. Let's meet. What you doing? Hey, hello.